looking for something to do. For just five easy payments of $9.99. No, I'm just kidding. No, but really, you're probably bored out of your mind in your house. By the way, this is the fifth time I've done this intro. And if I say bored out of my mind one more time, I will be bored out of my mind for the eighth time in the row. So, please don't mess up. Ben. I don't want to restart this intro. Oh, God. All right. Here's what you're looking for. You're looking for something to do. I just know this because that's what I've been doing. And I'm stuck in my house. Like most of you, probably. Uh, and that's what this podcast is going to be. It's going to talk about books. It's going to talk about toys. It's going to talk about comics. It's going to talk about board games. It's going to talk about all sorts of nerdy but awesome, awesome things to do, including physical stuff, games to play, all sorts of things that you can do while you're stuck inside your house with your family who you've probably grown to hate in this last month. Just kidding. We love it. So yeah, that's what this podcast is going to be. We're going to talk about things to read, things to do, all just things to do, things to entertain your time. And some of them you've probably heard before. Some of them you might not. Uh, there's no really sequence. Uh, you can kind of just skip around. We're going to start with uh, some games uh, and some books. Maybe talk about some superheroes if you feel like it. And yeah, we're just we're going to dive right in. So are you ready to alleviate your boredom? Uh, before we get in, let me give you some details. This podcast is not going to be a long one. It is going to be short. Uh, 10 minutes a piece uh, maybe longer if we if to explain some stuff but it's just gonna get it's gonna give you ideas of things to do and you can listen and if you like how we describe it and you like uh, the thing we're talking about great go do it that is the point we want you to not be bored anymore uh, I'm your host and if you could give us uh, a thumbs up or a review on Apple a podcast or Spotify, that really helps us, and that would be great. And we're going to dive right in. So, for our first uh, thing to do, we're going to start off with something a little bit nerdy. And the family name of nerdiness is Wizards of the Coast. If you've heard this name... Uh, hopefully you'll be jumping with joy because you know some of the great stuff that Wizards of the Coast come out with. Uh, Wizards of the Coast is involved with Magic the Gathering, a awesome card, uh, collectible card game. Also, D&D, another great game. We're going to talk about both of them today. It's going to be a double feature episode. They've got some other great stuff. And they're just, they're a pretty great company. And they make some awesome games. And that's what we're going to talk about. So... By the way, this is not sponsored by Wizards of the Coast. That'd be kind of weird and also kind of cool. So, we're going to talk about Magic the Gathering first because this is a great game. If you've played Pokemon before or any other collectible card game, this is pretty similar except it's a lot more interesting. Uh, the rules are clear. You can follow it. They're pretty easy to learn. They've got all sorts of kits to uh, enter you into the world of Magic the Gathering. Also, Wizards of the Coast has created a storyline. And that kind of connects with additions of cards as they come out. So that's super cool. So if you really want to come invest in this game, and if you have nothing better to do and you, you're interested, uh, the full storyline is definitely on the Wizards of the Coast website. It's super interesting. You can read that if you have nothing better to do. And if not, you can totally buy some Magic the Gathering stuff. Uh, a really cool thing is Magic the Gathering Game Night. This is a Pentagon-shaped box that has five pre-built 
Magic Gathering decks that you can play with your family. Uh, each one corresponds to a color or mana, which is like a type of energy that's used in the game. Uh, there's fire or red, uh, green, forest, white, sun or light, a swamp or death, which is black. Uh, there's blue, which is island, uh, water, intelligence, that kind of stuff. Those are the five colors, and each deck corresponds to one of those, and you can play against each other with your family. So that's super interesting. It teaches you how to play as well. There's a rule kit inside. Uh, this game is a little bit on the complicated side, so I would recommend ages should be probably, uh, if your kid, if you think your kid can handle it, 8 and up. If not, maybe 10 or 12. Uh, this is also a great game for adults, too. It's very fun to just kind of play against each other. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick overview of how to play. Nothing, no rules or anything, because that would be boring. But basically, everyone has a magic deck, right? And, you are ca and you're pretending to be a spellcaster. And this is like your magic spell library. And you draw some cards, and you can play that card, and you'll be able to do damage or take life away from other players. If you uh, take enough life away from that player and knock them out, you win. And that's how you play the game. Uh, you can play with lots of players. So if you're playing with four players with that Magic the Game Night set, it can be super fun because you can form alliances and take out players and all sorts of awesome stuff. And just having a great time with your family. because That's what really matters right now. Trying to stay positive and keep above the coronavirus tide. Um, don't invite anyone over. Please. Please do not. <laughs> So, that's one thing, Magic Gathering Game Night, I really recommend that product, just because it allows you to connect with your family and learn how to play super easily. Other great things, if you're interested in building your own deck, uh, so if you've played Magic before, and you're interested in building your own deck, so great stuff are booster packs, these come with, these are boxes with uh, booster, uh, booster packs, so they're boost, the, the thing's called booster boxes, and they come with like 15 booster packs, which are a little like, almost like if you've seen basketball card things, they're like that and you open them and they have magic gathering cards inside. So you get like a lot of those and you get a lot of cards to build your own decks. Um, deck builder kits are also great too. They help you and kind of show you how to build a good deck. Like I was saying, deck builder kits really give you and new players. Uh, so if let's say you play Magic now and you want to introduce your family to it, they really give you a way to do that and uh, build your own decks and make your own world, which is something that's really special about this episode and lots of cool games by Wizards of the Coast. So like I said, this episode we're going to be focusing on games from them and mostly D&D and Magic. And again, what makes these things special is the ability to express yourself and make your game your own when you play it. Because uh, uh, Magic and D&D, whenever you play it, no two games will be the same, ever. They'll be drastically different. And in both games, you can make up worlds and build uh, decks and fantasies and all sorts of things, which makes these games really cool. So we're going to wrap up our Magic section. Like we said, just a reminder, the uh, a thing that's great for families who've never played before is Magic the Gathering Game Night. If you have played before and you want to build your deck or bring other people in on it, deck builders kits and booster boxes are what you want to buy. Uh, now, we're going to move on to our D&D segment. Any questions you have about magic, please feel free to email me. I will try as hard as I can to get back to you, and we might make an episode about answering questions. So we're going to move right on to our D&D part.
is something special and close to my heart because I play this game. And it really is a fantastic experience for so many reasons. Like I already said, the ability to make your own world and play in it is something that is really unique and special to a game that isn't a video game. So here's how this works. D&D is players make up a character, uh, all the players except for one, the dungeon master, who makes up the world, the conflicts, the monsters, everything in that world they create. Uh, for more info on using some D&D resources, I'll talk to you about that in a little bit and where you can find those. But right now, I'm just going to give you an overall overview. The players who make their characters, they follow some rules. And again, this is a little bit of a rule-heavy game. But once you know how to play and once you kind of get the feel, it's quite easy and it's super fun. It's totally worth it. Like I said, I play with my family and my sister, uh, all sorts of people. And it just it really makes it special and really builds your friendship. And because you have a lot of time on your hands, you can totally play this game. It's great. So, the players who are not the Dungeon Master make their characters, and they then use those characters to go through the world, fighting combat, uh, solving puzzles, uh, negotiating uh, diplomatic errands and problems in a castle. There's all sorts of great stuff. And you just can create characters like rangers, bards, barbarians, fighters, druids, monks, wizards, all sorts of things. Now, you do need some resources for this game. First of all, dice. Dice are some of your most important things you need for this game, and you can easily look up a D&D dice kit. They're pretty cheap. Usually, they're under $10. And what you can do with this D&D dice kit is it comes with a 6-sided dice, a 4-sided dice, an 8-sided dice, a 10-sided dice, a 12-sided, and a 20-sided dice. You use these game, uh, use these uh, dice in the game for appropriate things, obviously, and you just use them to play the game. So you need those dice. You also need some D&D books. The Dungeon Master uh, probably should use a monster manual. By the way, you can look up. There's online forms of monster manuals and uh, homebrew creations that are great. You can also just make up your own monsters, another great thing. But what's good about the monster manual is it gives you statistics, so you can easily play with the monster manual. You don't have to worry about rules. The player's handbook is a must. You need this to create characters um, for certain uh, Dungeon Master rules, combat rules. This is a must-have. You need this player's handbook if you want to play. It's the only material you need for this game. No board or anything. Uh, they're pretty pricey, however. Uh, they're hardcover. Uh, you can probably find some cheaper ones online somewhere, maybe if you want to get a used copy. Uh, so, yeah. There's also the Dungeon Master's Guide, which is if you want to be a hardcore DM, this is another good purchase. And there's a bunch of extra stuff that you can use, like spell cards, uh, play mats, uh, folders that hide your DM campaign, all sorts of things. But one of the extra bonuses to this game that I suggest buying is a D Dungeons & Dragons starter set. Now, this does not come with a player's handbook, but it does come with a ready-made campaign, so you don't have to make up the monsters in the campaign or in the back, rules to play the game, some basic rules are in there, and some pre-made character sheets. So this can make playing the game super fun. Uh, it uh, takes away a lot of the complicated rules and setup for the game, which makes this game super easy to dive in for novice players. And from there, you can kind of build your own world. Now, there's some other D&D-related stuff, such as podcasts. There's some awesome D&D podcasts out there of people playing D&D, rules about D&D, 
uh, stories from D&D, some to mention, our Adventure Zone, Round 20. There's some a lot of great ones out there. So that's awesome. Wizards of the Coast have some podcasts and materials like pre-made campaigns, uh, supplemental books like Xanathar's Guide, all sorts of interesting stuff that you can use to supplement your game. And yeah, but really... What's great about these games, like Magic and D&D both, is the materials are few and easy to carry, and what you really need is people who are willing to play, which can be harder to find than usual if you're stuck in the house. But I really suggest all families invest in this game, and it's super fun, and it's great. It's just a great way to pretend to be someone else with your whole family. The interactions between family members can get heated and hilarious, I tell you, from personal experience. It's pretty fun. All right, that'll wrap up our D&D section. I'm going to give you a few closing notes, tell you what our episode is of tomorrow. And, yeah, we'll wrap right up. Thanks for listening, and, yeah. Alright, before we finish this up, after talking about our Magic and D&D games, we're going to finish this episode up by once again saying these games are great. Any game we review on here, we personally have played and we think is good. If you don't think it's good, that is totally fine. If you don't want to play, again, that's okay. We have all sorts of different episodes coming up. Just because you don't like this one, we're going to have different stuff. Not just games, we might have Books, movies, television shows, all sorts of great stuff. Uh, yeah, that's really about it. Again, D&D, some of the supplemental materials, it gets pretty pricey. So just make sure you find your best deal. And yeah, that's going to wrap up our game. Thank you so much for listening. And our next episode, we will be talking about a mystery TV show to watch while you're stuck inside the house. Remember, stay safe, six feet apart, everybody. And we hope you have a great day. And that's the end of our show. Things to do.